Hi, this is Jim Niarcus from the All Four Seasons Home Show. In this episode, we'll connect with Chris Lalomia of the Trusted Toolbox and establish and dependable handyman service that's a reasonable option for a variety of repair projects around your home. Sometimes you don't always have to call upon an expensive home improvement company. You'll remember this one. The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save and save and win. When you buy a used car, don't be taken for a ride. Get Ford Blue Advantage certified at Wade Ford, Atlanta's headquarters for factory certified pre-owned vehicles. Go to wadeford.com. There you'll find a great selection of Ford Blue Advantage certified used cars, trucks, and SUVs with Blue certified. Nearly all makes and all models are in stock now. You'll find something perfect for just about any budget. Buy with confidence at the Wade Ford factory certified used car outlet at wadeford.com. Wade Ford. We are Atlanta's Ford dealer. Extra 106.3 would like to welcome you home. This is the All Four Seasons Home Show with Jim Niarcos and Dan Watkins, only on Extra 106.3 FM. Welcome to the All Four Seasons Home Show with your sponsor, Dan Watkins. I'm Jim Niarcos. Good morning, Dan. How are you? Doing great, Jim. How are you today? I'm doing good. I'm doing great today. I'm I'm, I'm happy to be part of uh, Extra 106.3, Atlanta's only conservative news talk station, and the home of Fox News Radio, Dan. Yeah, well, I'll tell you what. It's about time we got somebody in here that actually wants to talk conservative politics. Okay, Dan. Okay. Just take it easy now. Take it easy. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Well, listen, folks, if you're just joining us, you can hear us every uh, Saturday morning at 9 a.m., right here on 106.3 FM and 1230 AM. And you can also download our podcast on Apple, Spotify, or Google, or you can download the extra 106.3 app. Dan, why are we doing the All Four Seasons Home Show? Show uh, Share that with our new listeners. Well, I'll tell you what, Jim, I think the old kind of uh, home fix-it shows are maybe a, a thing of the past. I think there's less people that want to find out what two wires connect and 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 What and kind of wrench is that we use there <laughs> exactly. Is it the crescent wrench or the, um, yeah. you know, the pliers here? But I, I don't think people are really too into that anymore. But I think what they do want to know is how do they make a good buying decision when they have a company in their home or what company do they call out to their home to make sure they're not getting ripped off? And we we talk about the products that, that they're selling, the, the services that they're offering and, and really what you need to know to make a good buying decision. Well, you know, Dan, uh, every week you bring on some of the best entrepreneurs and successful business owners and honest people, people that are pillars of integrity right here on your show every every week. And this week is no exception. I'd like to welcome to the All Four Seasons Home Show a very success, uh, successful entrepreneur, published author, and an old friend of ours, Chris Lalomia of the Trusted Toolbox. Welcome to the All Four Seasons Home Show, Chris. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. I'm excited to be here. Well, we're excited to have you here. And Chris, I'm going to throw something at you real quick. What is a handyman and why do people need a handyman service? That's a great question. Uh, what is a handyman? I'll start with what they aren't. They aren't experts at everything around the house. 
they can be good at something but not good at everything. One of the things we know is you can't know everything about a house, but a handyman is somebody who can run around the house and do a couple of things as opposed to getting three different companies to come in and do something. Fix some drywall, maybe fix a leaky sink, maybe fix some a rotted trim, or, or maybe fix a little bit around your deck. Instead of having a deck contractor, a drywall contractor, and a plumber in, you can have a handyman come in and take care of it. Now the big question is, do they really know how to do all three of those things? Right. Yeah, absolutely. Well, one thing, too, I, I know Chris very well, and I know his business very well. And and one of the things that also is great about Chris's business is he knows his guys and he knows their skill sets. So he knows what guys he needs to send over to your house, or maybe if he has to send multiple guys because not everybody's an expert. So I think that helps, right? The, the normal handyman, sure. Jim, I mean, he, you, you got one guy, and, right. and he's probably going to tell you you can do it no matter what, whether of he's, course a, he is. Yeah. Whether he's uh, efficient at it or not. Well, you know, uh, Chris, I, I've, I've known you for several years. I know a little bit about your background, and I have to ask you this question. You had that job. You had it made, man. Corner office, 400 people working for you, six-figure income. Why did you decide to torture yourself and make the leap to become an entrepreneur and start a handyman business? Why don't you give us a short little bio and tell us a story? Yeah, I did. I had I had that that job that most people would covet and say, boy, he's made it and he sounds very successful, looks very successful. But I just didn't feel like I was number one. I wasn't passionate about it. Number two, I wasn't using my whole brain. I wasn't using everything that I felt like I could do and offer back. And the biggest regret I would have had is had I'd never started it uh, and I had retired and never had a chance to be out here and do what we call the wild jobs uh, in the wild world of entrepreneurship that Dan knows so well. Uh, but that was it. I just wanted to get out there and see if I had the chops to do it in the wild as opposed to being in that corporate zoo and that corporate jungle. And through that experience, you actually decided to write a book and share your experience and share your knowledge and your advice, right? I did. Tell us a little bit about this book. When I started the uh, business, I felt like I had a really good idea and plan. But when you get out here and start really running a business and getting into what the real jungle looks like, I've learned a lot of lessons. I've got a lot of bumps and bruises to prove it. So I wanted to share people who may be thinking about taking that leap, what it really took to do it. And uh, it's, a, I think, a pretty light read uh, filled with a lot of gold nuggets, uh, things that I did well, and a whole bunch of what I didn't do well. Best laid plans of men, right, Dan? That's right. And I'll tell you, I, I always look at this as... When you, when you start a business, it's, it's like a four-year degree in college that you actually can use when you get out. You, you don't necessarily even trust yourself, but if you're, if you're going to get to the end, you got to try things because the only way you're going to know if something works or doesn't work is if you try it. And a lot of people are, are scared to try to start their own business for a good reason. It's not for everybody. But even when they start their own business, they're scared to try different things. And, right. you know, they, these things cost money, right? And, and everything has a dollar value associated with it. And especially when you're new, you don't have a lot of dollars floating around there. So you, so you, you feel like you can't make a lot of mistakes. But again, if you don't try, the difference between the ones that make it to the end, Chris, would, would you agree, are the ones that do try and they, they do make some of those mistakes and it does cost them some money because then moving forward, you have an opportunity to have a, a lot greater success. Absolutely. I, I totally agree with that. You have to make, well, I used to call them mistakes. People, as, uh, as we know in the business, would say those are just opportunities to learn, not really mistakes. You've got to stay optimistic. You've got to persevere and you've got to be a problem solver. Because that's what we do all day long, problem solve and figure things out and try to charge forward to the next day. What was the biggest aha moment you had when you started your business, Chris? <laughs> I started a handyman business, and a handyman business, you go into other people's houses. And in my, uh, at the time I started, I was 37 years old. I had never worked a retail job in my life. I had never 
uh, served a hamburger. I had never uh, given somebody a shirt, sold a shirt. And I'm in the retail business. I am working in people's houses, arguably their number one asset in their portfolio. And the anxiety level is pretty high. So I am now working with a lot of people in their homes. Uh, my team is as well. So that was my biggest aha moment. I thought I had the best laid plan. I realized I'm in a retail business and I had no experience in it. Yeah, for you folks who are just uh, uh, joining us here, you know, the All Four Seasons uh, Home Show is made possible by our sponsor and our host here, Dan Watkins, All Four Seasons Garage and Entry Doors. Now, Dan, you have uh, one of the most successful garage door and uh, entry door companies in Georgia, and you've been in business here uh, for 20 years. You can certainly relate to what some of the things Chris is saying, right? Well, yeah, we, we and Chris get along pretty well, actually. Um, we, we, we do a lot of commiserating together, and uh, and actually we share a lot of ideas together. So I certainly know what it means to, to do the type of work that Chris does. We have very similar businesses. In fact, I usually tell Chris um, he, he makes me feel a lot better because he's actually the only person I know that has a harder business than I do. And, and I really mean that. That's it's, saying something, Dan. Well, it is. It, it, you know, <laughs> it, it's hard how many customers that we need to – um, that we need to see every single day and uh, or every single week. But Chris, what he has to do is find that skill set that, uh, you know, is it, just a little tougher to find that it can do a little bit more than just fix a garage door. Yeah, but Chris has come up with the three secrets about working in somebody's home. Right? Yep. I've got the three secrets of the customer. What, uh, what, what is it? You can share it with us, Chris. All right. I'm ready. All right. First is when we walk up to that house, the customer thinks the transaction's already done. Because they've decided to call you, they made a value decision and say, please come do this work in my house. So in their mind, the job is done. So when we show up to the house and we're goofing around and, or maybe we're trying to make a connection with them and we take too long, they start to think that we're wasting their time because we're invading their space. So number one, they think the job is already done. Number two, we know that they want us to like them and they want to like us. So people will buy from people in their house. They won't buy from the big bad gorilla sitting behind a desk somewhere like me as an owner, but they'll buy from my guys if they think my guys, number one, know what they're doing, and number two, they're likable. And the last one, and this is the biggest one, is that customers will always double the amount of discount that they expect to get, and they will always uh, expect the additional cost to be about half of what it really is supposed to be. So they're a little uninformed. Yeah, listen, I know when you get into the into the home, too, I know you, you, you get five different things to do and you do, you know, you do all five of these things. And there's just one of those out of the five, right? Where they don't feel like it's 100% done too. They don't want to pay you for the whole job. And that's something that I don't have to deal with, right? We are coming out for a very specific reason. We get the job done and, and, and we leave. But if you get five of those jobs, you have five opportunities for just even one little, what we call a recall where you got to come back on something. Um, so I know that's got to be a little bit of an issue for it you. It definitely is an issue. And, and again, I'm counting on my guys. If you want to grow in the home services space, I have uh, a way I want my guys to treat our customers, but they have to learn the way I want it done. But they're at the end of the day, they're the ones who have to do it. They're the ones solving the customer's problems. What's the greatest challenge you found in training employees to make sure they offer the great customer experience that you demand at Trusted Toolbox? It has been tough because these guys uh, that I have are truly artists. Uh, they are great handymen. They, they love seeing their product be done, and that's the cool thing about what we do. When our guys are done, you get to see a finished product. So they love the artistry, but they don't like and have to, they really don't want to talk to customers as much. So we've kept trying to explain to them that people are more worried about the call ahead to let them know that we're not invading their time or space, but we're going to be there at the intended time. 
to finish it off, you could do a great job, get all five things done, but if my guy didn't show up at 8.30 like he was supposed to and call ahead, the customer's going to say it wasn't the best transaction. And that's been the big thing I've explained to these guys. If you just do that, it makes your life a lot easier. Yeah, listen, there, there's there's so much more than just the work, right? I mean, the, with the customer experience or that you're that you're trying to take care of, and then you know, I know this also, Chris, too. You do a good job, and then they want they want something more. So that is one advantage that you do have is once you get in there, people have so much to do around the house that they just start thinking, you know what? Now that I got him here, maybe he, I should have him bid out a couple things else. So that that's maybe one advantage to the. That's, that's probably the, the biggest advantage to this very complex and hard business is that 40% of my business comes from repeat customers because we can do so many different things around the house. We might not always send the same guy, but we can do a number of things around the house. And so having 40% of your business come from repeat customers is a great thing. But getting to that point is definitely difficult. Yeah, one thing, I know we're getting close to a break, but one thing I want to I wanna talk about when we get back from the break, too, is one of the things me and Chris really – having a really hard time and we're not the only ones out there right now but we're having a really hard time finding uh employees and that is uh it's really tricky so i want to get back to that when uh when we come back from the break absolutely absolutely well chris you you definitely uh you have definitely had a had a challenge you started your business just before the recession and we want to get into all that too but you're listening to the all four seasons home show with our guest expert this week chris lalomia from the trusted toolbox don't go away The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com save. That's worthybonds.com save. And save and win. When you buy a used car, don't be taken for a ride. Get Ford Blue Advantage certified at Wade Ford, Atlanta's headquarters for factory certified pre-owned vehicles. Go to wadeford.com. There you'll find a great selection of Ford Blue Advantage certified used cars, trucks, and SUVs with Blue certified. Nearly all makes and all models are in stock now. You'll find something perfect for just about any budget. Buy with confidence at the Wade Ford factory certified used car outlet at wadeford.com. Wade Ford, we are Atlanta's Ford dealer. This is the All Four Seasons Home Show on Extra 106.3. Welcome back to the All Four Seasons Home Show with your sponsor, Dan Watkins. I'm Jim Nearkus, and our guest expert this week is Mr. Chris Lalomia from the Trusted Toolbox. And we're talking about uh, Chris's company, um, very well established here and respected in, in Metro Atlanta, uh, the handyman service. And, um, you know, the virus has made it very difficult here, Chris, in finding and retaining excellent employees and training them and all that. Right, Dan? Uh, and I understand, Chris, you, you mentioned the break. Chris has some training, too. He, he, yeah, like well, to listen, I, yeah, we... Um, we both have, we're both struggling, right? I mean, it, it's, it, this is the, I would say last year and then this year, the first time I've ever had it where I couldn't handle all the work. I, 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 I had always worked extremely hard to make sure I had enough people because it just kills me, right? You advertise or you do, you know, you do such a good job. 
all you want is business, right? You want, you're, you're trying to build that business and have more people call you. And then when they hang up the phone and they have to call somebody else because you can't get to them for a certain period of time, I know it really bothers me a lot, Chris. I, I, I know I know you way too well, but yeah. why don't you talk about some of the problems that you've been having as well? So you've been at it uh, longer than I, but if, in 13 years, and I started right before the recession, so in the beginning, um, I had plenty of people to pick from. But then when the work picked back up, it dried up for a while. Uh, my guys, again, are artists, and they're kind of used to having a gig, kind of like an artist does. Once they get one gig, then they get another gig. They really don't need a company to help them. The guys that I've had at my company who've come in, 75% of them don't even have resumes. But this period that we're in right now is the absolute worst hiring I've ever seen. I don't, I'm not speaking from 30 or 40 years of experience, but this has been amazing that I am spending so much money just trying to get guys to come to our company where I think they can thrive and actually hit their own personal and professional goals and actually have an easier day at it. And I still can't even get them to show up. The no-shows, the people who apply are completely inexperienced. Uh, and then when they uh, do talk to you, they tell you they're going to come in for an interview, and they don't. Or in the case we just talked about offline, they tell you they're coming for work, and on Monday morning they don't show. And you're sitting there looking around going, you know to be a successful person, what we all know sitting around in this room and probably listening on the radio, is that you got to show up. you got to have that discipline to be there, be present, and actually get to work. And that's what has made everybody successful in their life. Here's the question I have. Is it an economic factor or is it a culture factor? What do you think impacts that greatly? I, uh, you know, to throw it out there, I think the economic factor right now of getting a little bit too much government assistance and making it too easy has made it a little easier for people to maybe stay on the sidelines and kind of get along with it a little bit. Um, so I think it's more of the economic factor right now as opposed to culture. Dan, your thoughts on that? Well, listen, and, and I'll speak for Chris, just imagine for a second, right? You are somebody that's a handy guy maybe maybe you maybe you're a handyman maybe you kind of do it on your own or or maybe you um maybe you were a handyman or you work somewhere else right you're sitting at home you're making in essence forty thousand dollars a year to sit at home hey the neighbor needs a little work done my buddies at his house talk to me about having a little work done so they go out and they work maybe one week out of the month maybe they work you know two days here three days there they're making 55000 a year. Why in the world, Jim, would they come back to work, right? I mean, that's where we're at as far as the government assist, assistance. I'm, I mean, they're, they're, they're basically encouraging people to stay at home and hurting the businesses that need it so badly right now. We're busy. We need the people. We could be hiring like crazy. Their wages would be rising just from coming up because – Listen, we're going to pay people, right? When we're when 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 we need them, we're we're going to pay them. But you can't go up and all of a sudden, as a business, just you know, give somebody thirty five percent more than you were paying them before. That that that's a business model that only works in a Democrat's mind. Chris, why doesn't why don't our gov government officials? Why do you think they don't see this like we all do? What do you think it is? I, I'm not sure where what they're. I do think this. Uh, you, you just hit it on the head. Forty thousand dollars to a lot of people doesn't sound like you can live on it. Well, I'm here to tell you that a lot of guys can and do actually provide for their family starting at that number. Now, my guys make more than that, but when you sit in Washington D.C. or you sit at that and you say, "Hey, somebody's making forty thousand a year," they think that's peanuts and actually poverty line because they've been so insulated and never been in the real world of trying to run a business and trying to basically make a living uh, without having means. Wow. Yeah, let me let me tell you another little dirty secret that a lot of people don't know out there. A lot of people don't get married. They have kids, but they don't get married, so they're 
what really in essence is their wife can get free health care. They get the they, the peach care. Wow. The kids get the free health care, right? Yeah. So they show that again. You got th- your forty thousand coming in, but everything's covered, right? The, the health care is all covered. The, the the man may not have health care, but the rest of the family does. They know every single trick in the book. So they're gaming get, the system, is yeah, what you Yeah. So they got welfare coming in on the other side, right? He's got a he's got a few odd jobs he's doing over there, right? He's getting some cash under the table. So now maybe that's fifty five, and with the welfare, another fifteen. So they're really making yeah. seventy plus. You know, where me or you for our family has to pay fifteen or seventeen hundred a month right. for our health care. Right. They don't have to pay anything for their health care. So start adding up what that really makes. That's that's like a person making a hundred thousand a year. So they can make it at forty thousand. One person working. We're doing something wrong here, Chris. Yeah. I, and so if you're listening on the radio and you're saying, Well, I want to give that guy a break and let the, the guy in the neighborhood come work at my house, why shouldn't I do that? Why should I have a company come in? I just got done explaining that those guys can actually do better with me, but we have a system, we have a training, we have a one-year guarantee, we've got insurance. So when something goes wrong, the homeowner is protected. When something goes wrong with one of these guys and they come in and maybe blow a circuit or get a a wire wrong in an electrical outlet that they shouldn't have touched, now what happens? And so the benefit of here of a company like ours uh, that is bringing these guys in, providing training and sense of security and insurances, it makes a little bit more sense. And maybe it's a little bit more at the front end, but it's sure a lot uh, lot cheaper to do it right the first time. And not everybody can work for Trusted Toolbox, right? You obviously vet your employees. you, you got to be very careful who absolutely. you send into somebody's home with the name Trusted Toolbox on their shirt. Yep, absolutely. We, are, uh, we background check everybody. We have all the insurances. We uh, actually are a drug-free workplace as well. So we know that people coming into your house are going to be safe. And if something goes wrong and or maybe there, maybe there is a conflict. Uh, we'll pull that person from that situation, and we have other people to put in it. Dan, how important is it to have uh, find an employee that you can trust in somebody's home in your business too? Well, listen, it's it doesn't matter if it's me or, or the trusted toolbox, right? All four seasons. I mean, you get you've got to have you got to have the insurance. You've got to have background checks. You got to listen for your, just your peace of mind, right? For your business, for you know, reviews, anything else, right? You've got to make sure nobody's going to embarrass you. Nobody's going to steal something when they're in the house. Um, and, and just to, to back up Chris's point too, imagine these people, you know, we're just going in your garages. You, these people, they're coming in your house. You're going to let some guy off the street just come in your house. He may be casing the house for when you're gone in, in a week or, to, or, or a month or whatever else. He might, might have a, he might have a way he knows he can get into that house. That's a really important. That's that's part of the reason why I use a company. The other part I would just say, again, you get five things done at the house. There's a decent chance that you, the company or the individual will have to come back. I mean, those kind of things happen when you do work around the house, right? It just, That's it stops right. working. It worked, you know, with us, the garage door opener, we put it down three times in a row and it works and we leave and Sure enough, a day later, now it hits the ground and it comes back up. Well, we got to come back out there. And that's that's not even bad craftsmanship. That's just what happens. These other guys, the chances of them coming back after they got their money, it's pretty pretty uh, few and far between. Few and far between is the right way to put it. A lot of times we'll come behind people where they've given the guy half the money and he didn't do uh, but a quarter of the work. And when you say, well, it's going to be this much more, they say, well, the first guy said it was going to be this much and now you guys are going to be uh, one and a half times him and he did some of the work and we have to explain to him is that he didn't and what he told you was <laughs> he took half your money he got a better gig he took off and took the better gig and he took it and put your money in his pocket and did not do any of the work so there's that dishonesty the uh the peace of mind as you said dan is big because why, why do you use a company 
because they'll stand behind what they're doing because we do care what our reputation is. We do care about how we're going to do things, and we're going to make it easier on you. If something goes wrong, we're going to try our best to make it right. You know, Jim, I, I want to kind of piggyback again to back to the employment part of it. If and this is the this is the God honest truth. Me and Chris are both having people that, you know, these people have been talked to on the phone. They set up an interview. They won't even show up. They won't even call and tell us. They will take a job with us and not show up the first day. They will work for a week and then they will quit. What do you think that ha- that same handyman when he's working at your house, what do you think he's going to do once he gets your money? Excellent point, Dan. <laughs> I mean, this is this is a problem in this country, a serious what problem. What happened to etiquette, decorum, uh, manners, uh, courtesy? What happened to all that in this country? Yeah, uh, that's a great question, and that goes back to the culture. And, and sometimes you can get away with it, and these guys know that they can ghost you and they can take your money or, um, and run away, and they don't have to answer you. They'll start blocking your call, and there's only one way to get to that person, and it's that guy's cell phone. And if you really want to go hard and go really find this person, maybe you're a lawyer who feels like you can get you know do that and get them you can't because these guys are so hard to find because you can't really find their addresses and they've already declared bankruptcy twice so they could care less about their credit or a few correct <laughs> but, you know, well you know yeah, another thing you're talking about background checks and all that but also both of you have have service trucks you have to check driving records too right dan because you you know that they're driving your your vehicle yeah, right sure i mean there's there's no question about that i mean you've you gotta, you gotta, obviously, you gotta make sure even when they're driving with you, right? You're not getting that phone call in that says, "Hey, you got a guy that's driving erratically." Right. You've got, uh, you got to make sure that they, your insurance will just cover them. I mean, that that's a big thing too. I mean, we get people that they won't cover, they won't, they won't cover certain drivers. Commercial auto insurance here in Georgia has gone up so dramatically because of these issues uh, that people have had, and that is guys driving erratic or uh, wrecking trucks or doing things they shouldn't be doing. And we talk about that all the time in our training is you got a big mobile marketing device you're driving, and they got our address, they got our website, they got our phone number. Guys, they're watching you. So you got to just slow it down and take care of things. And that's a big deal for us. Well, what, what, is there any time or any situation where a consumer should not call a handyman service? They should call a plumbing company or electric company, HVAC. I'd like to get your your take on that, and I know you'll give us an honest answer. Yeah, the honest answer is uh, yes. There are a lot of times where you need to call an expert. Uh, Electrical companies and having electricians who have been licensed and have seen these things can handle things in the panel. They can handle wiring behind a wall. They know how to size a breaker correctly and all these things. If you don't know what that means, that's why you call these guys because they are licensed and they do know what they're doing. In plumbing, All it takes is one little leak behind a wall that you don't see for a while, and you're staring at a $20,000 water damage claim. Let the plumbers do what they're best at as well. Roofers, these guys know what they're doing. Uh, Gutters, uh, they have the systems. They do it all the time. There are a lot of things where you want to call an expert, absolutely. What about hot, hot water heaters? I would definitely use the plumber now with the hot water heaters. Uh, and the reason is they uh, they've required a license they've required a permit to be pulled on all hot water heaters now. Uh, we just did a bathroom remodel where my uh, my plumber, we use a licensed plumber for that, came in and noted that their hot water heater had been hooked up incorrectly, and the homeowner actually raised his hand and said it was him who did it. <laughs> and sure enough, uh, if it had not been fixed, there's a good chance it, he was running a risk that it could have um, it could have exploded. Honestly, the way the guy wired it up, he had to. He had the wires next to the gas, and the it was not a good scene. So, yeah, you need a, you need a license plumber. Well, I'm sure you've got some great stories based on your 13 years in business here, some really crazy stories. What's some of the 
the most craziest, odd things you've run into? One of the best ones uh, that I ran into, it's my favorite one, is uh, a lady had a dog. Uh, the dog was 14 years old. They had to have surgery, and it became incontinent. And she had to keep le- uh, letting him out to go to the bathroom. She lived in a townhouse and couldn't do it. So she insisted that we find a way to do it. I was able to figure out a way to put a dog door in their living room through a brick wall with a little ramp to go out in the backyard. And so would you spend, and I put this in my book, would you spend $3,000 on that? Would you spend $1,000 on that? Most of us would say, heck no. But she did it and just loved it and called me back in a year. And the end of the story was the dog made it through the year and that was it. But she bought another dog. And you thought that mechanical engineering degree, you'd never use it again. Right. (laughs) I figured out a way to get a dog out to go to the bathroom. So there you go. Dan, you got any good stories? (laughs) Well, it reminds me of uh, my dog, Teddy, when I first got him. And he choked on something, this little shih tzu. And... The bill I got for removing this thing from this dog's throat, I told my wife, I said, that one's, it, you know, it, it was three times what the dog cost. I mean, next go around, when that dog chokes, we're going to get a new dog. <laughs> <laughs> I know, it's uh, it's amazing what these vet bills cost. But, uh, you know, uh, Chris, I want to make sure that, that we touch on, uh, you, you've got these little things in your book and, and, and different things about your, your organization lone wolf and lone wolf pack and all that i want to know about it my guys are artists uh similar to dan and the skilled trades these guys definitely view themselves as da vinci as van gogh as somebody uh, beethoven anybody who creates great artistry they have that in their head they're also lone wolves they're used to being out there on their own solving their own problems and being alone on the so we invite them into the wolf pack to let them know if they're in the wolf pack and you follow the wolf pack way we do things you're actually going to do better you'll make more money for your family you'll actually have more time for your family you can do these things so training the lone wolf to come into the wolf pack is important because the one thing i say in there is that you try to over process or get your hands around their throat too much they become a domesticated dog and next thing you know you're solving all their problems and they're not solving the problems for the customer they don't have that same uh, walk that same panache to come into a customer's house and go, I'm going to take care of you because we need that swagger with these guys. And so that's why managing the talent of these guys is very important because you got to keep them on that fine line of being problem solving artists and not a domesticated dog who gives up. That's a big balance, Dan, isn't it? Because you have that same same challenge, right? And bringing people into to your culture and the way you want things done and still making sure that they're independent enough to take charge and be, think on their feet and make decisions out there. Yeah, listen, I, I'll, I'll say this about Chris. I mean, one of the things I think he does incredibly well is, is think outside the box and really does a really good job with culture and training. And actually, that's something I wanted to bring up is is he's a, has has actually started a little something and to, to help some other businesses on uh, on training their people. He does such a good job. Yeah, we started a company called the Home Service Institute, uh, which is a series of videos in a community where we'll train home service providers and the technicians who go into homes on the customer service piece. As we mentioned earlier in the broadcast, you can do a great job, but if you didn't give that customer a call that you were going to be there 30 minutes ahead of schedule, a lot of times the customers will go, eh, that was an okay experience. And what we found is that we have a need as an owner, and our need is that you treat our customers like we would, and we know they'll come back, and we'll have a profitable transaction, a great customer. Our lone wolves and our artists have wants, and the want is I want to have a great transaction that I can show off my artistry. I want to make sure it's easy, and I want to have enough money to provide for my family and whatever I like to do. And we align those in our training. So it's a series of modules that we've developed that 
allows the busy business owner or service manager not have to worry about that piece, but to deliver this consistently over time helped my business. We went from having an employee tenure when I first started the training of seven months, and now it's two years. I had a 4.1 Google rating. Uh, Not very proud of that. Now we're 4.6, and we have over 500 reviews just on Google alone. And the last thing is, we mentioned this earlier, is a lot of people want us, once we're in there, to do more work. And my guys were afraid to ask or let somebody know how much more it would be to do it. And now we have add-on sales while we're there. Almost negligible when I started. Now it was $300,000 of our business last year alone. Wow. That's yeah, impressive. listen, that's one thing. Again, I'm I'm a little bit jealous of Chris. And, he, and quite frankly, he probably does a little bit better job than me at, at, at incentivizing these guys a certain way and, and, and cultivating those types of things and, and, and really does a fantastic job. So I'm, I'm trying to steal some of the stuff from Chris and implementing it at all four seasons. I noticed you're turning a little green there, Dan. Green with envy. <laughs> yeah. It that. only goes so far, right, Chris? You know, yeah, it yeah, warms well. my heart to see how much you admire Chris. <laughs> yeah. Well, like you said, I'm, I, <laughs> he knows this. I'm in a tougher business than him, and that's true. And it's, uh, it's a challenge every day, so I appreciate the kind words. But, yeah, it's a struggle every day to line up your, your wants as a, as a owner to their needs to provide a great customer experience. And we know that that's just going to get more and more important as people decide to use outside vendors to come in their home. You ready for this one, Chris? I'm ready. What's the vanity line versus the sanity line? And that's where Dan has me. I am very proud of my vanity line. I am a multi-million dollar company. Last year we did $3.7 million, uh, and that's great. Uh, the sanity line is how much I actually got to keep, and there's not a lot of that. Uh, so my sanity line is way off. My vanity line, the one that puffs your chest out and you go out and show everybody I got the bigger boat and I got the bigger car, but when they see behind it what your sanity line is, and that's the net profit. You know, it's the juice worth the squeeze as a business owner sometimes. Mm-hmm. And there are times where I really struggle with that because of what we do and how we do it. There are opportunities where we can make money, and there's opportunities where we can lose money. And, yeah, listen, and there's things that, that, that he has to deal with. He was just telling me the other day about, you know, a job where a mistake was made, $4,500 down the tubes, right? So... That it just takes something like that. Everybody thinks business owners are just raking it in. But I'm going to tell you what. There are so many expenses, so many bad things that can happen, so many so many costs that nobody even listening has any idea that we all have. And, again, you're risking all of this, right? You're risking all this that you could go backwards, and we have, right? From the beginning, there was no there was no um, guarantee for success by any means. In fact, what is it? Nine out of 10 businesses fail. Exactly. Um, and, and then even the ones that are, are, that are successful, how successful are they? Are they just making a living? They're, they're putting up with all the things that a business owner has to put up with just to make half as much money as somebody else that, that maybe goes, goes to the office every day. And, and, and they get to, they get to leave it all behind them when they walk in the door at home. Right. I, I've talked to guys who stayed at their own uh, state in the company and worked. And I said, what's the one thing that you, you like the best about being caged? Ha ha ha. I laugh at them. They get to focus on one or two things as opposed to having to work on everything that we work on as business owners, everything from advertising and marketing to hiring, which we've talked about a lot to providing that service to at the end of the day, having a few pennies to show for what you did. Well, you know, and, and this is a question for both of you gentlemen. Uh, it takes a lot more discipline to run an honest business, doesn't it? 365 365 days a year because you know you alluded to the fact that you know you can do things to cut corners you can do things to fool people make some more money here some more money there so it actually takes a lot of integrity to keep your business honest and straight 
and it's it's a lot more it's it's harder work really isn't it it is because you care and you care about everything and you, and i know chris will say the same thing right i mean it you know you've you've fielded these phone calls right somebody telling you how horrible your company is they can't believe you're in business the way that you're you know their experience is gone and and it, you take it personal. I mean, you, you can't come across and, and get angry at somebody over the phone. You try to, at times, try to give them a little bit of perspective. But, boy, it, it really hurts if you're honest and you care when somebody is critical about your business. And you can't get away from it no matter how hard you try to do a great job every time. I, I can't agree more. Uh, it, you take every one of those calls personally. I actually wrote about one experience in the book where the whole bath experience did not go well. But I sent my number one guy in there and made sure that we did everything perfect. And I actually came in and inspected everything. And it was one of the best jobs I've seen. And I'm not bragging because we didn't start out very well. And I asked her what she thought. And she said, well, it just wasn't what I expected. And you want to talk about taking something personally. I walked away realizing I couldn't unring that bell that it took us way too long to get the job done. Right. But at least the quality was there. And that's the hard part about having integrity and caring about what you do. In other words, the customer's not always right, but you always have to do the right thing for the customer. That's right. That's exactly right. <laughs> and, Dan, you know all about that. We're up against the break here, but you, real quick, you know about that, right? Yeah, I was just going to say, you've got to live with the outcome. You know, I mean, you, you, you always, that's what I say, too, is, listen, if something happens, the one thing I'll guarantee you is we'll make it right at the end. That's right. All you can say at the end is, I did my very best, and I've given money back to customers and say, well, the worst we have now is I've given you it all back, and you go find somebody else to fix what you didn't like about what we did. Yeah, and that's character. Yeah, character. That may, When trust matters, right? That's your slogan for all yeah, four seasons, it, it right? Is, it is unfortunately in short demand right. or short supply yeah. these days. Well, we're up against a break, and we're getting ready to go into our last segment here, but you're listening to the All Four Seasons Home Show here with our guest expert, Chris Lalomia of the Trusted Toolbox, right here on Extra 106.3. The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save, and save and win. When you buy a used car, don't be taken for a ride. Get Ford Blue Advantage certified at Wade Ford, Atlanta's headquarters for factory certified pre-owned vehicles. Go to wadeford.com. There you'll find a great selection of Ford Blue Advantage certified used cars, trucks, and SUVs. With Blue certified, nearly all makes and all models are in stock now. You'll find something perfect for just about any budget. Buy with confidence at the Wade Ford factory certified used car outlet at wadeford.com. Wade Ford, we are Atlanta's Ford dealer. This is the All Four Seasons Home Show on Extra 106.3. Welcome back to the All Four Seasons Home Show with your sponsor, Dan Watkins. I'm Jim Nearkus. And we just want to remind you, uh, every week we have a different subject matter expert here and different topic. And you can get to any of our shows. You can listen to them at any time on the Extra 106.3 website. You can go back if you want a particular topic about plumbing or electrical or whatever or landscaping or whatever or health club right dan you can you can listen to our, our shows are always available on there right 24 hours a day jim 365 days a year 
Welcome back again to Chris Lalomia, who's done a great job on the show. This is our last segment. We're so happy to have him here. He's, he owns the Trusted Toolbox, a handyman service. And, Dan, you had a question for Chris, didn't you? You want to kick it off? Well, yeah. One of the things we haven't touched on yet that you do besides your handyman service is your remodeling. So tell everybody what you do and, and, and why they should call you. A lot of the same principles we put in place for the handyman, we try to put in place for our bathroom and kitchen remodeling that we do. We have a process. We have a meet and greet book. We uh, make sure that the customer knows what to expect with us. We're a little bit different than a lot of remodelers in the fact that we're not a design build firm. If you want to go pick out your, your own tile and your own tub and your own plumbing fixtures, we're going to tell you where to go. Uh, you can go purchase those yourselves and we'll put them in as long as we have a good understanding of what you're going to be providing and what we can help you with. A lot of remodelers out there won't do that because you want to control the customer experience through material selections and making sure that you're getting the right stuff. Um, we're willing to take that chance because we're able to take what you have and make sure that it's going to work with our process the way we do it. And people make money off of those products too, Jim, as, as you know. So that yeah. that's, a, I mean, that's probably ends up being a pretty good deal for the customer too, if it's financially. I feel like it is. Uh, it helps uh, a lot with the the ones we're working on. We do a lot of hall baths. Um, we have some incredible pictures out there right now of some kitchens and baths that we just finished uh, and had some professional photography done. And I, I'm even going, wow, those things look really good. And you're, and you're not supposed to say that as the owner, but I came into the uh, to the owner of the home and I said, wow, this looks really good. And I, I said, and they said, yeah, you guys did a great job. I said, yeah, but then they're telling me how great we were. I was like, that's what I want. That's the best part. That makes you feel great about the, uh, about the job and doing bathroom models and kitchen remodels. Dan, I think it's great you brought this up because lots of times people think of a handyman, their perception is, well, I just need a ceiling fan hung or I need a little piece of wood repaired or something painted but when you talk about bathroom and kitchen remodeling that's quite extensive and it sounds like they do a wonderful job yeah and listen the funny thing i was just going through my head too is is they can really get a real understanding about what stuff really costs right now because everything's through the roof right now with this inflation with with what's happening with materials and supply chain it has been yet another challenge for us to manage through and with customer expectations it's been really difficult i talked about our bathroom model we'll always assign a project manager manager to it and we say we'll have the materials well we started a job uh recently and we just found out that the sinks have been back ordered for six weeks so we can't finish this so we've had to go back and put uh some old sinks back in just so these people could do this now they were responsible for getting the sinks and one of the things we missed in our process was do we have the sinks on site before we started uh so lesson learned uh but that's what's happening and when you start talking about materials it, it is crazy. I mean, an OSB board when I first started was six bucks. Now, twenty six. My suppliers are telling me by the time this is done, it could be as much as fifty dollars for something that used to be six dollars. Dan, didn't you have to wait for weeks on openers or something in your business? Well, Did listen, you we we went. Uh, you know, we had the openers. Most most of the openers that go up in this country, a, a couple of the major brands were out of Mexico. They were shut down for two months at the at the beginning of COVID. Um, they are literally just now getting back to. Uh, you know, pretty much being able to supply people the way that 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 people need these openers. We've got garage doors. A lot of people. I'm fortunate. We get ours a little quicker because we get a truckload of doors every week. But uh, some people are waiting three times longer to get their garage doors than than what they were. We have certain garage doors where right now you got to wait 26 weeks just to get these doors. Um, springs right now. The spring prices have doubled. 
the caps on the springs. People are where there's a shortage right now. There's there's major suppliers that have stopped selling springs to people, uh, to their customers, just because they need to package them with the doors because that's their bread and butter. So we've got all kinds of issues with this. And I and I hope everybody out there listening can can be patient with some of these uh, vendors that are coming into your house because it's real and it hasn't stopped. And uh, and then again, we got a we got a truck. We, we, we we're 60,000 truck drivers short in this country. That's 60,000 loads a day that don't get delivered because of the shortage. The average truck driver is 59 years old in this country. We've got serious, serious problems moving forward. Yeah, the supply chain part has been a real, real issue for us as well. And and usually the person who's taking the brunt of it is the uh, home service provider like ourselves, you know, the handyman or the remodeling in our case. When something doesn't show, they think it's our fault or they say, well, I can find it, but they can't. And they get told something by somebody who really is not an expert and it really makes it even harder for us. Yeah, they take it out on us. And listen, that brings me into the do it yourself or uh, talk a little bit about maybe some things that people can do it themselves or why they don't want to do it themselves. Yeah, I think a lot of people can do it. You got YouTube at your fingertips, and if you've got a little extra time and you've got a weekend, go fix that drywall in the garage that your son may have put the basketball through. Um, and that's not a hypothetical story. That was mine. Um, when I Before I started my business, I said, I'm going to go fix my own drywall. And so I started Friday night, and I had it all finished by Sunday afternoon. So you're walking through my mind because I was going to ask you, before you got into this business, being a white-collar corporate guy, who never got his hands dirty, who'd always had, had to use his brain. Were you handy yourself? Did you have a mechanical aptitude? I did, yeah. Okay. I grew up, well, our fun and our vacations were either building something for my grandmother, my grandfather, my aunt, my uncle. Um, those were our vacations. We'd go to Florida and you'd say, oh, you must have stayed a lot of time at the beach. No, we are actually working on my grandmother and my grandfather's house. So we drive the death march from Michigan for 24 hours to go there to work, and I'd get like one day at the beach and We'd do four working around the house. So I've been pretty mechanically apt, uh, had had the aptitude. And back to the DIY, I think you can. You can do it, and there's times where you can save yourself some money. You could do it yourself. But like I said, I started my drywall repair on a Friday night and went to the ball games on Saturday morning, and then I came back Saturday night and did another coat. And, and you can see I had to go back and forth to Home Depot because, of course, I didn't have the right materials, uh, and I forgot to buy a few things. And, oh, then I didn't have my drywall knives that I wanted to have, so I had to buy those. You could do it yourself, um, but you could also end up spending $200 in materials and supplies and new tools and spending a weekend missing a soccer match, a baseball game. Uh, uh, you can. You can do it. There's times where I'd say go after it. Go do it yourself. And there's times where if you have your time is a little bit more precious, don't do it. Well, you know, everybody has their assets and liabilities, Dan, and I have the mechanical aptitude of a duck-billed platypus, okay? I cannot fix anything. Every time I've ever tried to fix anything, it's like Chris said, it, it's cost me a lot more money. I just need to call the trusted toolbox, and that's it. Well, listen, there's... I, you know, one of the things Chris touched on there for me is the time, right? I, you work your butt off all week long, and I'll tell you what, my my pride and joy is, is hanging out with my children. And for me to go take on a home project and, and spend that time away from my kids or, or, you know, continuing to work, to me, just isn't worth it. And I think there's a lot of people out there that feel the exact same way. 
Now, during the holidays, do you find people call on you to put up Christmas lights and things like that, or you don't do? They really have become a specialty item, and we don't get called on that. We don't get called on emergency work either. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, I think as we've established the Trusted Toolbox here, uh, people know when to call us and when not to, but I have not done a lot with Christmas lights. Mm-hmm. I didn't know if they if they did that, because that's, that's starting to grow too, didn't the dance? Jim's trying to get a deal here. That's what's going on. <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> but talk to us again, because we're, we're winding down here the, the the book what's the name of the book again and how do people get it yeah i'd love to pitch that a little bit more so it's called from the zoo to the wild your guide to entrepreneurial freedom and wealth right that's uh, my story and my journey from leaving corporate america and starting my own business and going into the wild and then we have the home service institute and then there's also the trusted toolbox you can find us on all the social media outlets right. uh instagram facebook okay. uh, trying all kinds of things right you have a special for our listeners out there real quick yeah if you call in and say that you heard us on Extra 106.3, the All Four Seasons Home Show, we'll do $100 off our handyman for a day rate. I love it. Thank you, Chris Lalomia, the Trusted Toolbox. Thank you, Dan Watkins. We're out of time. Next week, we're going to have Neil Wilson from Preserve Roofing. And you know what? A roof's a great, a, a big investment. You, you won't want to miss this show. Have a great week. The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves. And people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save, and save and win. When you buy a used car, don't be taken for a ride. Get Ford Blue Advantage certified at Wade Ford, Atlanta's headquarters for factory certified pre-owned vehicles. Go to wadeford.com. There you'll find a great selection of Ford Blue Advantage certified used cars, trucks, and SUVs with Blue certified. Nearly all makes and all models are in stock now. You'll find something perfect for just about any budget. Buy with confidence at the Wade Ford factory certified used car outlet at wadeford.com. Wade Ford, we are Atlanta's Ford dealer. Camp Margaritaville RV Resort, where you can just breathe in and breathe out. (sighs) Or move. There's biking, boating, arcade games, hiking, nearby golfing. Or fly through the new Fins Up Water Park. Thrills, chills, twists, and turns. This could be you. Camp Margaritaville at Lanier Islands. An easy one-hour drive from Atlanta. Book your stay today at CampMargaritavilleLanierIslands.com.